huge shout out and thank you to this week's sponsor. This week's episode of The Music Game is sponsored by Donato Salon and Spa. Thank you, Kirsten, my amazing stylist who keeps me looking fabulous. They are located all across the city in Mississauga, Etobicoke, and North York. And guys, Kirsten is amazing. She keeps my hair brass free and always looking fresh. I have super thick black hair. And as you guys already know, my hair is completely bleached, very, very blonde. And it's all thanks to Kirsten for keeping me looking so good. So thank you, Kirsten. You do an amazing job. If you're looking for an amazing salon, Donato's is the place to go, whether it's for males or females, they will take care of you. Get in touch. They keep us looking so good. So thank you, Donato's. Thank you, Kirsten. And thank you for being this week's sponsor. My girl want me settle down But I don't want to give up my crown So one thing I want to make valid I want one more girl before I'm married My girl want me settle down But I don't want to give up my crown So one thing I want to make valid i 
y'all? It's your girl, Luchika, coming at you live and direct from the 6. On today's show, I'll be featuring an upcoming chutney and Bollywood artist straight out of New York, y'all. I am pleased to welcome Ranjeev Randine, everyone. Hey, Linda. How's it going? Hello, hello, sir. And Ranjeev, I'd first off like to say thank you for being a guest on my show. And today we're going to be talking a bit about your experience in the music industry and learning more about your music and your career so far. So welcome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I feel honored. Um, This is actually my first podcast ever. Okay. Um, If you ask me how to spell podcast, I probably we can't even spell it but but it's it's cool it's cool it's it, it seems like um like this year is a lot of new experiences for me uh with all the craziness that's happening so definitely it's been a lot of new experiences for all of us yeah, i never sure. in my life thought i'd be waiting for an hour and a half to pick up a bottle of wine so <laughs> i'm gonna keep it real you. with y'all it's yeah, been a very yeah. interesting year but i mean hey at the end of the day, if it doesn't kill you, what does it do? Toughens uh, you out, toughens you yeah. up, makes you stronger. Yeah. So sure. at least we're coming out uh, alive, safe yeah. so far, thanks to God. Yeah. So definitely, definitely. All right, let's uh, let's uh, jump right in. Ranjeev, tell us, mm-hmm. how did you get into the music industry? So um, it goes way back to when I was obviously a wee 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 kid. Um, okay. I I. I'm the son of a very prominent singer from Trinidad. Uh, mm-hmm. My mom is Esther John Ramdeen. Uh, she has always been a part of music. She started singing when she was a, a teenager herself. Um, her first performance was um, on a desk in her school, in her secondary school. So um, as she got married and she moved along with her life, she saw um, she saw that we were very attracted to music as well. Okay. Uh, so she started grooming us. Um, and when I say us, my myself, my brother, my sister, my older sister. Okay. So um, you know, she brought us little instruments, and then she would take us to um, to church with her. Um, and then I'm actually a, a drummer. Okay. Uh, cool. Original, original drummer. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then when I was about ten or eleven, I entered a competition in Trinidad called uh, Children of Mastana Bahar. Okay. Um, which featured featured the youths of Trinidad um, who's coming up in the music. So I, you know, I made it to the semi, um, the final round. Um, I didn't win, but I placed sixth in the final round, and um, it was it was a great experience. And that's kind of where it all really started. So it, it's in my blood, it's in my DNA. Okay. Um, and then it you know the rest just kind of moves on pretty pretty slowly from there until, you know, until maybe 2007. Okay. Because you come from a musical family background, Mm -hmm. aside from, you know, with your family inspiring you, anything else inspired you to want to get into music? I don't think so. I I, I mean, at that age, it was inspiration was something that I probably didn't know what the feeling was. Okay. Um, And it was more like um, a natural attraction. Okay. More than an inspiration or having somebody inspire me. But my inspiration was my mom, of course. Right. I noticed that you do chutney music and mm-hmm. Bollywood style music. Can you uh, tell us a bit more about your music? So really and truly, my, 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 my forte is Bollywood music. Okay. Uh, I, got, I got into chutney music um, because I saw where the industry uh, was really, uh, and the people that listen really lean towards artists that, that sing chutney music. Right. Um, they 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 more gravitate to them. So um, I decided to dabble into chutney uh, in 2010 um, when um, 
a brother from the six, uh, Ganesh Dolly Boy Budu. Big up, Dolly big up, yeah, Dolly Boy. Big yes, up, he's a good friend of mine Dolly as well. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He wrote my first chutney ever called Pass My Glass. Okay, cool. Yeah, so, so he was the writer of that song. Uh, it was produced by Big Rich uh, in Trinidad. Yep. Yep. Um, and it all, you know, it all started right there. Pass my glass, pass my rum. <laughs> now, how did you actually learn how to write music, sing Bollywood? I mean, that's Hindi. Right, correct. How so, did you learn all that? So I guess being an artist and yep. an artiste, both, because uh, it's a big, the people, people, people tend to confuse the both. You definitely need to explain yeah. that to me because I am out of the loop of this artiste business. I don't right. understand so, that at so all. An artiste, an, uh, for me, this is my okay. explanation. So an artiste is someone who um, performs, who entertains. Okay. And an artist is somebody who um, who, who who does a, an art form, right? So, okay. So we are a little bit of both. Okay. We are a little bit of both. But but for me, an artist is one like uh, like a like somebody who draws, somebody who mm. writes music, um, somebody who creates music. They're all art. Okay. An artiste is the actual um, it's actual person performing that. So we are a little bit of both. You understand what I'm saying? This is so, my take on it, right? So because people have it confused, people say, "Oh, um, next artist coming up." So yes, it is the next artist, but at that point and in, in right. that situation, he's an artiste. Is this only a Trini thing? No, I don't think so. I think it's across the board. Um, I think it, it is across the board, um, but people don't use the term in the right spot. So it's like there, yeah. and there right? So okay. it's like there, which is location and there, yeah. which is ownership. Right. So I, I, I refer to that because it, it makes perfect sense when you explain it like that. So there's an artist and there's an artiste. Okay, because I, I, I heard the term typically amongst Trinidad, like Trinidad artistes, I would have right. to say. Because, I mean, right. I would consider them like like Ravi B or KI, they're artists. But no, they, they're like, no, Linda, I'm an artiste. And yeah, I'm artist, not, yeah. like, I'm trying to... Ha- Learn how to exactly differentiate the two, yeah. and so it's when yeah, you're so, performing like said, and right. So, so it's as a performer, you're an artiste. Okay. Uh, as a creator um, of something, uh, of something of the arts, mm-hmm. it's an artist. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Well, guys, we learned something very new today. Yeah. They are not. I, they are not I'm artists. Like, yeah. Again, I may I may be wrong. I may be okay. wrong in my in my in in my explanation of it. But this okay. is the way I understand it, and this is the way that I feel like it's the right way. Okay, because my both opinion. of these guys have interviews coming up, and this is a yeah. question that I need. We need some answers about. So right, right, definitely. I've noticed uh, you've released uh, quite a bit of music so far from one more gal, and I hope I do not butcher this. Um, <laughs> Tanam ah. Uh, Tanama? Tanama? Tanana. Thank you. That was it. <laughs> yeah. <for laughs> I had a feeling I would I would not pronounce it correctly. Right. So um, even though I'm Guyanese, but I hear you. And Mary Ma. Mary Ma. So yeah, so yes. so Mary Ma is a, a song I did for Mother's Day uh, a few years back. Okay. Tanana was a collaboration I did with KI. Um, um, One More Girl was my solo solo chutney song for 2019. I, I've since then released a couple songs. Um, I have one for 2020, which is called uh, "Love Mala- Love Delight." Okay, I haven't heard this one yet. Which is, which is the newest one? Um, okay. I have a Bollywood. I have a Bollywood release, which is actually the newest one. I have two Bollywood releases: one solo and one collab with my uh, 
with my brother Anil Mr. Dunia. Yeah, so so I have quite you know, maybe like three or four after uh, one mondial. So yeah. Okay, perfect. I got to check out your uh, your latest yeah. one too. Now, yeah. what do you think is your your best track so far, and why? Brilliant, Julia. I I I thought about this the other day. Um, I'm not even viewing the questions that you okay. sent to me but right. I, I thought about this the other day and really and truly my most favorite track so far to date is really the song i have called runga Rasia. okay uh, uh it's a bollywood remake but it's very up-tempo it's very spunky and it has a really good vibe to it and i enjoy singing it people enjoy it. i have uh people in brampton that play this religiously at their party um, i believe they, that trust yeah. me when, it, when i say that i believe that yeah and they, 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 it's one of the songs like just, it can't get old. No matter how much I listen to it, it's okay. just not, it, it just doesn't get old for me or them or a lot of people that I know. Um, I had a dance group here in, um, in New York, uh, Zaman and his, his crew, um, that just remade, um, did a, like a dance choreo- uh, choreography to the song and okay. just kind of revived it all over again. So, oh, okay. Yeah, and the song is like three years old. You know, it's very possible that I actually seen you perform that uh, song, I want to say last summer, when you were here for a Chutney show. It was a picnic yeah, in Brampton, Terry Godrad. It was a big thing. Okay, and probably. yeah, because if it's one of the ones that you typically perform. Yes, it is one of the ones I typically perform. Okay. Yes. Now, can you actually uh, describe your music making process? Like for myself, once mm-hmm. I hear a beat, I already start formulating the lyrics in my head. Okay. I just can't just start putting lyrics together. I need to have the beat to to make my flow go through. What right. is your music process like? So, so my, my my music process when it comes to um and like let's say an, an original chutney a chutney song, right? Um, uh, we're not talking about cover here because that's pretty much ninety percent done for you, right? You just have to kind of put your own swing to it. But when it comes to original music, um. We start by finding a melody. Okay. We start with the melody uh, before we do anything else. We, we have to get a melody. Um, once I get a melody, I sit down now and figure out which way I want to go with the song. What's the concept of the song? Do I want to go girls? Do I want to go rum? Do I want to go, you know, um, love? Whatever the case is. Okay. Uh, and then we start writing from there. Once we get a chorus, mm-hmm. the song's pretty much done because the verse is like the easiest thing in the world. Right. So once we get a chorus, and the chorus has to be the strong. The strong part, because that's where the people do the sing-alongs. They don't really yep. sing the verses too much. I mean, you get some people that really listen to your song over and over, and then they can say, you can recite it word for word. Right. But the chorus, I, I, and that method that we use, and I've learned this from my brother K.I., it's, it's a question and answer, uh, that process. So you ask a question, and then you have an answer to it. So it mm. completes the se- it, it, It's like a complete process, right? Right. So I would say, hey, what's your name? And you'd say Linda. So that's a question and answer that had a complete so we could move on from there, right? Right. So it's a question and answer process. When you ask, when you ask the question, there must be a great answer to it, or uh, something very strong to it, um, and that's how you leave the chorus with a proper answer. And you know, it's interesting that you said that because I actually visualized Ki asking when they asking me how I live in so nice. His response: it's I like, never wrote the same girl twice. So he, it's a question exactly. he's asking. And he's Correct. giving the response back. So Correct. I like how you explained that. That actually um, definitely it, puts a lot of perspective. Yeah. it does. It really does. Yeah. It, it just yeah. it's the thought process. It, it actually completes the, the song. Exactly. It's a formula, right? Yeah. So every, everything, there's a formula. Every math problem, there's a formula. Every problem that, you know, you could 
uh, a mechanic will find in a car there's a there's a problem there's a formula to fixing it right life is about formulas right right um, there's, there's always there's always a, a solution to a problem i like that yeah. now what are your musical goals um in terms of recording producing making music traveling doing concerts touring so really and truly i mean I'm, I'm super humble when it comes to that stuff um i'm very very passive uh, i'm a passive person by nature okay so um yes i go get it and i go out there and a I, new yorker you know, is passive yeah 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 believe it or not. <laughs> sorry i had to call uh, that out <laughs> yeah no i i am um the thing is with, with, with touring and, and, and seeing myself and how I, how I do things, yes, and, and most of my gigs are private gigs and I do a lot of weddings, street 16s, birthday, you know, anything, divorces, whatever you want to do, whatever it is. Yeah. I do it all. Okay. For me, I'll do it. Um, but I really, I really am very headstrong in, um, in keeping my culture alive as long as I can. Excellent. And, and bringing a higher quality to it and giving them the best version of me. Right. Um, and giving them the best version of me um, pretty much means with the music that I put out, make sure it's, um, I don't put out nothing. I don't put out music just for putting out music. You know, I literally beat myself into, you know, into a pulp to just make sure that like what I'm doing makes sense. And if it doesn't make sense to me, this wouldn't make sense to anyone. And that's the way I feel, you know? Right. So, so I really, really, really critique myself hard. I am my biggest critique. Um, uh, and it should be like that for every artist, you know, um, yeah, you, you get the, you get the, you know, and, I mean, I'm not, not to even say this, but I'm going to say it, but you get the, 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 the artists around us that's, that's being fed all the, the BS by the friends and the family saying, Hey, you're the best, you know, keep going at it. I'm not correcting their mistakes. I'm not saying, Hey, maybe you could, sh you should go back and sing that, or maybe you should fix this, or maybe that doesn't sound right. Maybe that topic is really not the best topic to talk about. You don't have people like you don't have real people in your life. Right. So, so you don't, you, 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 you tend to make a fool. Like so uh, what I do, I critique myself. I give it to my peers. KI, Mr. Dunia, Dolly Boy, whoever, Vikasa, they, they all are in my musical family. Mm -hmm. And um, we critique ourselves and we say, hey, listen, is it working? It's not working. We go back to the drawing board and that's how it is. But, you know, really and truly bringing up the best version of ourselves to the table is what I strive for. Right. Um, because um, for too long, our culture has been laughed at um, as chutney music. People don't listen. Still you know, being people, laughed at, I would course, think. I'm still, oh, no, I, I agree 100%. But yeah. I'm working very hard. With yes, everything you are. that I've been doing. Yep. To really, really l limit the amount of the amount of people that laugh at our our, our our culture and our music. So right, I and you know, my friend, you have my support one thousand percent. We're going to get into more initiatives in a bit. That's coming yeah, up now. Yeah. Having recorded some music, um, you know, over the past couple of years, what do you wish you had known before that would have really helped you when you first started? Really and true. I wish I had known how to play mute, like play keyboards. Okay. Um, being being a better pianist or keyboardist, or however you want to put it, right. I think would have. I mean, if I knew half of what I knew now back then, um, I would have. My initial songs would have been of much better quality because I, I burned to learn kind of way. You understand? Mm -hmm. um, and now um, that critique process happens instantly from music production, vocal, produ uh, vocal recording, 
um, final product, final mix and master, everything. Right. So I wish I knew as much as I knew about the industry now and what really people gravitate to. Because I really and truly, you'll never know what people gravitate to. Because today you could sing about rum and they don't like it. Tomorrow you sing about rum and they like it. Mm-hmm. So God knows. Whatever side of the bed they wake up on. You know, so, That's true. And I mean... Yeah, it's 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 a tough it's a tough market too. The genre itself is not yeah. an easy genre that you've chosen. Oh, no. I mean, no. I it pains well, it, me to I, say this, but I'm going to say it as is. Of it course, kills me that it's still a category that's categorized with soca music when both genres are, in my opinion, completely different. Chutney and soca. Yeah, of course. But the reason why they say chutney soca. Um, it's because of the elements of the music, not because of the the lyrics or or anything. It's because the, it's because the elements of bringing soca and bringing east and west together. Put it that way. So it's it's bringing the African music mm-hmm. and the Indian music together jointly um, and creating a sound which is created by I I I um, Iras Shorty, which is the original Chutney Soca song ever. Which was called Om Shanti. Oh, okay. Uh, take a look at it. Take a yeah. yeah. Look it up. Yeah. Okay. It, it's very, it's very educational. So Shorty, he was the first one that ever sang a chutney soca, and he okay. his mission was to fuse the two, the two uh, ethnic groups, Indian and 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 blacks. Okay. So mm. so he created the first chutney soca, and again the reason why they call it chutney soca. So there is chutney and there is chutney soca. So chutney. Um, is more of the East Indian elements, all East Indian elements, and Chutney Soka is a mix of the East Indian element um, and the West Indian element. And the West Indian covers, um, and people get this a lot of, also really confused, West Indian, they hear West Indian, they think that they look Indian like me. Right. Um, and that's not what it is. West Indian is because we are from the West Indies. Right. And we and we are make up, we have a diverse ethnic group, Chinese, Black, White, Spanish, you know, mm-hmm. Puerto Ricans are West Indians. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, they, they they carry a U.S. passport, mm-hmm. but they're also located in the West Indies. You understand what that, I'm saying? That's right. Yeah. Okay. Bayesians. Bayesians are West Indians. And, yep. you know, there's a whole... People people just don't take the time to educate themselves. Mm-hmm. So then they tend to they tend to say, well, you know, um, that's not that or that's not this. You know, but, you know, education is the key. Absolutely. All right. Now, what is your favorite uh, musical instrument and what instruments do you play? So I play... Uh, my favorite is drums. Okay. Um, and I am very proficient in tabla and dolak. Excellent. Is, uh, yep. Yeah, I'm sure you're familiar with it. For um, our listeners not familiar with uh, these instruments, yeah. please explain them. So the tabla is uh, made out of uh, goat skin. Yep. Um, and it's covered by two cylindrical, I would say, parts looking things. The skins are pulled so tightly that it creates yeah. a sound. A vibration the vibration creates a sound one's very high pitched and one's very low pitched so there's a treble and there's a bass okay so that's how you create the song and a dolak is the same way but it's just one big cylindrical with two openings on the end mm-hmm. and the skin covers both sides one side skin is pulled very tightly to create the treble sound and the the, the bigger side um but i should say that one side is a little smaller than the other one's for the treble and the bigger side is for the bass and that's um that creates a bass like a bass sound bass okay. vibration so yeah so and cool. that's called a dolak uh, so you play tabla dolak and are, are you learning keyboards or you're so so perfecting it teaching, so okay. over the last this covid period i've really um 
dug deep and learned a whole bunch of new things I wanted right. to learn that I never had time to. Um, and keyboards was one of them, learning okay. um, just the sh- key structure and you know just kind of working my way around creating a sound or a melody. Right. Um, and um, yeah, that's pretty much it for now. I wanted to get into guitar soon, but let's see how that goes. <laughs> Hey, it's all part of the whole process, right? I mean, the more, and again, knowledge is power. And the more that you're able to do yourself, Mm -hmm. the only person who's going to win is you. Of course, of course. Right? I mean, I I was struggling for graphic artists for a long time. Okay. um, Trying getting artwork done for my song releases and things like that. Over these last three months, I taught myself Photoshop. Perfect. I'm I'm creating for myself and I've offered my, I've offered my newfound knowledge of Photoshop to all artists and I told them it's free of charge. I just wanted I just want to make sure I'm sick of the 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 low quality stuff that they put out to, to right. release a song. And I, I've offered um and I've you know people a couple of people well has taken me up on the offer and I've done a couple um artwork for, for some pretty pretty um pretty popular people in Trinidad and I'm gonna continue to do it. You know, I'm doing it free of charge because like I said, uh we do need that higher quality of 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 visual Absolutely. It's all yeah. part of the package. I mean, yep. that is the first thing that you see. And mm-hmm. if you already see it's, sorry, half-assed, what are you going to already think of? You've already decided yeah. how the music's going to go. You've already judged it. Just remember, like people judge books by their covers. Cover, exactly. exactly. So that's excellent sure. that you're able to do that because in this industry, it's not the cheapest industry to be in. Everything is oh, no. freaking expensive. Learn yeah. that the hard way. But oh, yeah. um, I mean, whatever you're able to take care of yourself, whether you know you teach the skills how to build your own websites do the all the artwork for your covers and all that stuff. Sure. It's money going back in your own pocket. No, I agree. I agree. It it, it is. Um, I'm just I'm just happy to be able to extend it um, to the people that need it because mm-hmm. um, a lot of people struggle with 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 this issue. Right. Um, and I'm just happy to help. You know. Perfect. And I mean, that's one thing that I do as well. Like I just will sit there and teach myself whatever it is with with the cover arts, with the with oh, yeah. the websites. Um, if I don't know how to do it, I'll find a way to make myself learn how to do it because yeah. in the long run, it's all benefiting to you. No, of course. I agree. I agree. Again, I have uh, seen that you've um, done some work with KI and you had mentioned your brother and Nildinia. Who else would you most like to collaborate with? Um, I kind of move with the flow. I mean, it, it collaborations, I, I'd like to get into some collaborations outside of Trinidad. Um, okay. Kind of over the whole Trinidad collaborations. Um, I really want to get into um, a, a, like a Jamaican artist because um, I feel like, um, and I love conscious reggae. So I okay. love reggae, like roots music. Right. Um, that whole, you know, that, that vibe, that soothe, that soothing love, love type of thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that's, that's my kind of style of reggae that I love listening to. Like 2005 reggae was like the best reggae for me ever in, in all, all of reggae that I've ever listened. But yeah, I'd like to get into to, to a collaboration with a Jamaican reggae artist. Somebody like, like um, just, to, just to drop names, but probably will never happen. I mean, hopefully it does one day, but uh, like Ja Cure or... Um, Egyptian kind of vibes or Taurus Riley, um, you know, that type of, that type of music, you know? Okay. Well, um, put it in the universe. Yeah. Yeah. They say put it in the universe. That's it. The law, the law of attraction, right? That's it. Yeah. Okay. So. 
Cool. Now, I've seen you perform all over North America, um, here in Toronto, Florida, New York, and you always throw a really good show. It's always hype. Oh, everyone's yeah. everyone's dancing. Everyone's, nobody's sitting down. Everyone's always on the floor dancing, yeah. and it's always a really good vibe. Now, what do you um, enjoy most about performing? I think, and, and I, I love this question because really and truly, um, it's not about being on stage. It's about the connection that I make with the people. Right. Um, and and if if I don't have a vibe, then my performance would be like total trash. Right. Um, because I live off of vibes. Right. If I meet somebody on the street, um, I know. I'll know if I continue having a conversation with them for the next five minutes or, hey, hello, nice to meet you and keep it moving, right? Right. So I live off a of vibe. So if I can get the audience to, uh, and most of the times I do, I'm, I'm, pretty, um, I'm pretty efficient at getting them on their feet, uh, whether it be a Bollywood song or a Chutney song. But if I can get them to, to really just kind of let loose and enjoy themselves, it creates a vibe that, that drives me to to just give them more and 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 be the best that I can while I'm on that stage. And it's you know it's it, it goes it goes with everything, man. It's just it's just that vibe, you know. You got to feel a vibe. Absolutely, you know? it, and, yeah. you, and you see, you you do see it. I mean, I'm the person watching the show, so right, right. I see the vibe with the audience, and I see your vibe, and it's like yeah. you're feeding off of that vibe, that energy. Of course, of course, and they I mean, see it with the ask- audience. You, you have to speak to them. You have to interact with them. Yeah. You have to make them feel a part of what you're doing, which is right. most important, you know? Yeah, they paid money to come in um, and, and, you know, and and whatever, but they, they want to feel a part of it. You you know, like, I, I'll pick, I'll leave the prettiest woman in the crowd and pick the oldest lady and grab her hand and sing for I her. I think I've seen something like that yeah. before. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to think, was it you or was it Randy Remden? I know I did see these types of things happen before. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so that's what we would do. We, you know, we, we, we vibe like that, you know, that's, that's what I do. I vibe like that, you know, right. and, and I feel like, I feel like that connection and, and just, I, you, you want to make everybody feel a part of what you're doing, you know? So. Absolutely. Now, um, what is the best compliment that you've heard and received after a show? Boy, you're real my shit up, boy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Spoken um, like a true Trini. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. No, not really. Uh. Not re- That's not really it. But uh, people, people. I don't think. Uh, I think you get all sorts of compliments. As in, hey, you have a, you know, you have a great voice. Keep doing what you're doing. Um. And and I think those are really ones that hit home for me. It's uh, just continue what you're doing, man. You you know you have a long way to go, and and um you know you're really good at what you do. Right. Um, and I, I take those with a grain of salt and, um, and I don't let it get to me. I, I stay humble, uh, you know, and I just hit the next stage and try to do better than I did on this stage. You know, you so, got to, I mean, the music game is one of the hardest games out there and staying <laughs> humble is how you keep climbing the ladder in this game. Right. 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 I, I mean, I saw, I've seen a lot of people that are holes. So, <laughs> You know what I mean? Um, at the top of the game. And I'm like, how? Wh- why? Yeah, like, I believe why? it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you know, you recently had the uh, Rising Challenge initiative, which right. I got to say, I was so impressed seeing this because 
there is no competition out there for our next generation. Yes, we do have the Chutney Soka Monarch in Toronto, in New York, in Trinidad and all that stuff. Granted, these are for artists who have already established themselves. But but most, most, of, most of the time, yeah, it's for artists that establish stuff, yeah. Can you actually tell us a bit about your uh, your initiative? Because, I mean, I think it's absolutely fabulous. Yeah. So it's called the Rising Star Challenge. Um, and we, well, let me say I, because I started last year by okay. myself. Um, I had an idea. I woke up one morning with an idea. And I was like, how can I, how can I, you know, I'm, I'm getting much older. Um, my counterparts are getting older. Mm-hmm. Um, and I look back. And there's no one behind us, and and it's scary when you. This is like you're, you're, you know, you're you're on the on the edge of a cliff, and you're hoping that somebody's behind you to help you, yeah, or, or grab you. And when you look back, there's no one, and that's how scary it was. That right. there's no one behind us to take our culture, the torch of the culture, and keep it going. So right. I was like, how can I, how can I, how can I go about making a difference, um, in our culture while still getting um, a, a brand new face to the table and fulfilling a dream of theirs. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what, let me try a singing competition. You know, I, I've really, I, there's tons of them all over the place, but, you know, so I did it last year. I had like four entries. People didn't really take me serious. I had three people that was really on top. And I said, you know what, I'm going to make you guys the three winners because you you took the initiative to come forward when nobody else right. would, when, when nobody else would. Right. So I made them in three. So I had three winners from last year. Talsif Bak, Suraj Prasad, and Sonia Chandini. So I'm, um, there was a, a, a Diwali event in New York. And I, I and their, their winning performance, I made them do it on that stage. Each one, each night. So it was oh, a wow. three-night event. Uh, one night was Ravi B. One night was Ricky Jai. And one night was myself. Mm-hmm. Um, that was featured as featured artist. And right. um, I had them put one performance each night. Nice. So I gave them a trophy. Um, I couldn't really afford, you know, a cash prize or a car or whatever, you know, whatever they want to, you know, people give out these days. But this year, um, I was planning to do it on a grander scale. Okay. And then I got slapped with COVID. Right. And then I was like, okay, back to the drawing board. How do we still go about doing the Rising Star Challenge? And then I started teaching myself the virtual world. The virtual world now became... A whole different language to me it was like trying to learn a whole new language right um but as in this situation with photoshop i dug deep and focused bought some equipment and said hey let me do some reading let me watch some youtube videos let me just get down to it and get it done so i learned the virtual world and i started trial doing like trial lives and seeing how it was working with myself Mm-hmm. Um, I did a couple of them and I was like, you know, my program allows me to do certain things um, like bring in a guest to sing or talk or whatever the case is. So, you know what? I'm going to do this rising star challenge and I'm going to do a virtual edition and I'm not going to I'm not going to let the process die. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to let the brand die that I've created. Mm-hmm. So I started, I put out the application, I created a Google form. I said, hey, these are the criteria. Answer yes or no to these questions. How yeah. long have you been singing and this and that and the other. So people entered the competition that way. I started off with six competitors and in the day, eight eight competitors. And the day before the competition, I got two more. So I ended up getting 10 altogether. Yes. Never heard any of them sing. Uh, actually, I heard a couple of them sing because I've seen them around the area, but they weren't uh, people out there singing, right? They okay. weren't like, you know, like recognized artists. So um, we started off and we started off week one with five. Um, we narrowed it down to two. We had a, a winner and a wild card winner. 
mm-hmm. uh, based on the audience vote. Then we went to the second week, which was another five. Uh, we had a wild card winner and somebody who was voted in by the judges. Um, so that was down to four. But on the first week, it ended up where that the judges decided to put the the two. Um, we had three competitors um, and one wild card. So two out of the competitors, they decided to push forward. So I ended up with five in the semifinal round. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the finals, I ended up with three, uh, with the winner being Sarvesh Shivnath, um, second place, Stephanie Karamchan, and Sura Jaramuta is third. Um, so yeah, I mean, it started as literally a vision and it blew up into something that was crazy because then we got um, sponsors yeah. on board. People started really recognizing. We went, our first viewership was at 17K the next day. Uh, we had 200, and 200 plus shares. Um, to date, I've just looked at the insights yesterday. We've crossed 100,000 where we reached out to 100,000 people. We had 18,000 visit, um, 8,000 visit, visit the, the Rising Star page. Nice. Um, our last episode was a, uh, was a 9K today um, or 91 K today with 141 shares. So wow! It, it, for, for and for literally 28 days old. I believe I it. I am beyond um, content with those numbers. Yeah, it, they're huge. My fan page. My, I have a personal like a, a music page. Yeah, have and I've had it for maybe going on almost 10 years. Yeah, and I'm only at 2,000 likes. I observed that as well. <laughs> yeah. So I am not like so. I am popular on the outside, but it's social media. I'm, I really suck at social media. <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, first of all, that's freaking huge. And you should be extremely proud of yourself. Um, there's so many West Indian businesses out there, whether they're realtors, whether they're restaurateurs, whether they're the clubs. Mm-hmm. People like being part of really good initiatives, especially when it's empowering our next generation. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, that's the exact feedback we got from, um, from, from the, um, from the people that sponsored us. Yep. Uh, They were really about just the next generation. We love what you're doing for the youth. We don't, we have never seen anything like this. We'd like to, to be a part of it. How can we be a part of it? Right. So yeah. So I mean, it it really was. It was really. It really was satisfying. Just listen to them. See our vision. Yes. And believe in it. Absolutely. Now, on the negative side of things, which I don't want to harp on too much, I was very disheartened seeing you did get a bit of backlash. Bit of backlash. And the one thing that I don't understand is individuals were not too impressed with how the judging went, which is weird because you had Terry Gadraj, you had KI, you had Naval. These are industry leaders. Who knows music the way that they do? Guys who've been in the industry forever, putting out bare music for years. Can we talk a little bit about that? Because help our listeners understand what happened here. Um, I think it was more, um, it was it was a lot of disheartenedness because um, I think people expect the competition to go how every other competition goes, uh, very biased, right? Very one-sided because right. I because because someone has a thousand votes over uh, someone who has eight hundred votes, the thousand votes are supposed to automatically win because the people decided that. No, it right. doesn't go that way. It goes. This competition was to actually 
bring a higher quality, like give somebody a chance who brought higher quality to the table and groom that higher quality, you know, groom what we see. Um, now, all 10 contestants, don't get me wrong, were very, very good. Right. Um, but the judges and, and, I, and, I, and, and I had no part or partial in the decision making when it comes to who moved forward. I left it up to the judges and I took myself out for a reason. Uh, my two, both my, my sister's two sons were a part of the competition, both singers. Um, and I was harder on them than I was on, I was, uh, I was on any other contestants. For sure. You know, um, and this is a learning lesson for them. You know, I, I've entered Chutney Soka Monarch so many times. I've never made a finals. Five times or four times. That's never been a very point. tough competition, yeah. and I'm not going to get into those politics. No, yeah. no. I, 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 and you know what? Maybe it is politics, or maybe it's yeah. not. Who knows? I would never yeah. know. I'm not on the inside. But what I'll tell you is that it don't. I don't let it stop me. Right. You know, I don't let it stop me. And this is the problem, right? So people think um, because let's just use a scenario. So my daughter is in the competition. Because mm -hmm. my daughter's in the competition, and 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 um, the whole neighborhood I live in vote for her, that and, and tell her that she's the best thing out there, or tell him that he's the best thing out there, which means he's supposed to win this competition. That makes that's no sense, though. Ex exactly. So How does that make any thing. sense? <laughs> well, you see, people don't see they don't they, people don't see past their nose, right? Mm, clearly. So so I I you know I was kind of I was kind of put in a position where people were calling me bias. They were mm -hmm. saying that this competition was already set before it was even done. Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't appreciate that. I appreciate that. So I spoke mm -hmm. out on it. Mm -hmm. And instantly it stopped because I made my point very clear. And I was very serious about it um, because this is not what this competition is about. And it's not about who's better than. It was literally to put, to give all these, all 10 people a platform to really express themselves in their best way possible. Right. So. And I mean, you did a really good job with it. I'm looking forward to seeing what we do next year with it. You got, a, you got, you got a year to plan for it. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And the wheels already turning. We're trying to figure out if we want to go international um, and international really means international is like coming, um, branching off into, in, into Canada mm -hmm. um, and the Caribbean or just keeping it to the U S and the you know, U S and Canada. Because we have nothing like that here in Toronto. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, up until last year when the CSN came around, um, yeah, I didn't really, never really heard about of, of anything as such. No. Maybe it's been on a very small scale. Mm. If it has been around, and I'm pretty sure it has. Okay. But, uh, we just didn't know. Um, we, we, we didn't hear about it. It wasn't advertised or, or properly or anything like of, of that sort. Okay, well, stay tuned, guys. Definitely exciting things potentially coming to the six. I can already see sure. the wheels working there. So yeah, yeah, most definitely it is. It is great. And now all careers come with their own set of challenges. And I mean, we know that the music game again. We said it earlier is not a not an easy industry. It's definitely a very tough game out there. What are the common struggles artists typically face? On a general on a, on a general level or my level? Your level. So on my level, the struggles I face is balancing my personal life because um, I am married with kids, mm -hmm. uh, with the touring and the moving around and always have like a band rehearsal or have a photo shoot or always stuck behind a computer in the studio mm -hmm. trying to create something, trying to put down final vocals trying to create my flyers. So there's a very, for me, that's my struggle. Right. Um, a little bit 
on the financial end too because obviously we fund our own projects um not every project that we have is funded by a sponsor or we don't have a sugar mama out there or a sugar right. daddy out there whatever you want to call it you know for the right. females but yeah we fund these things ourselves and i'm um, finding that balance is usually the struggle that we all all face um well i i face most of the time but for me mostly it's the person finding the personal balance between my my personal life and and my musical career which, uh, you know, it, which holds a lot of weight in my life, you know, so. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's definitely very tough when you have so much on the go as it is. And then you're mixing in side projects here, collaborating with another person over here, just all these different things in the mix and finding that balance. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, it, it is. And I, I mean, not to mention, I, I, we didn't even talk about my professional career. You know, I am I, I am a professional as well. I have a job. I, I have nine to five that I work at. So right. I have to I have to balance that as well. So the touring, you know, that kind of really puts a strain on when how much time off I take. Like I've literally because of COVID finally gained a week of vacation because I've used it over the last few years just taking one day here taking one day there taking a friday or taking a monday to fly out you know so mm-hmm. it, it really really i've never been on a week-long family vacation because of this because of all the traveling so looking, you do for the yeah, events yeah exactly so i'm looking forward to actually using my vacation for a vacation and right. not music and i mean with our events they are every weekend in every city across north america we're not even talking about outside north america Oh yeah, yeah. We're not even talking about that. Yeah, and uh, that you know, my my trips to the Caribbean it's usually one during Chutney Soka season when I yeah. go to Chutney Soka Monarch, or a couple times throughout the year when I go to record, and I usually just go down to Trinidad and record my vocals there because mm-hmm. you know I, I'm in the studio, I'm in the vibe, you know, I, I you know I can produce better. Okay. Apart from those challenges, right now we are dealing with probably the biggest challenge of our entire lives. COVID. Correct. It has definitely caused a lot of havoc on the entire entertainment industry as a whole, from the musicians, from the concert venues, just the fact that we can't even travel yet. How has it affected you directly? Touch that stage um, because I was really, really just jet lagged from flying and going and moving. I was the, the weekend that we shut down here, I was actually supposed to be in Toronto. Oh, wow. And I, and I, I uh, on the Friday, two right. hours before my flight. March Madness. Fl- yes, two hours yes. before my flight, I called up the promoter and I said, I can't leave my family without knowing what happens tomorrow. Um, so unfortunately, you know, no fault right. of yours, you know, I can't come, bro. Sorry. But, yeah, but it just happened that, so suddenly, yeah. Yeah, I was tired of flying. I was tired of going and then it's not really the easiest on a on a relationship either you know right it's definitely very toxic and everything okay well shout out to mc drew for always putting on a really good march madness show every year so it's always a good show yeah Yeah, guys to work with yes i uh, I mean i hope they're they're really not not that upset with me i know they're really not upset with me but i i even if they are i i hope that they don't they'll consider me for next year and we you know, we do something big for next year. I'm pretty sure the show still went on. Of course. Of course. Yeah. I'm yeah, pretty sure yeah, that it, show it, still it, it went did. on. That was the actually the last event here in Toronto. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. I mean, it wasn't um, the best attended, but it went on, you know. Um, right. And, I, and, I, and, I, and, you know, you can't blame their, they, they did hardcore advertising and they, they yep. did it all. They did the full work. So I commend them. 
Um, they really worked hard on, on getting the show and, and putting it together. Um, just unfortunate with COVID, you know. Um, Absolutely. It was a scare and people just got shook. We're still shook because this, yeah. this is this is uh, the first half. We haven't, you know, even encountered a cold and flu season yet. We're only in the first wave, so we're still shook. Yeah. <laughs> is there anything in the industry that really rubs you the wrong way. I mean, I, I could say quite a few things that uh, <laughs> that I'm not going to say because I'm the person interviewing. But um, if there's anything in the industry that really does rub you the wrong way that you could change, what would that be? First of all, I would change the lack of quality assurance, uh, meaning that everybody that goes to a studio is not a singer. Um, everyone that decides to record a song is not a singer. Everybody who wakes up one day and says, hey, I'm writing a song and I'm going to record it is not a singer. Right. Um, and unfortunately, there's no dif differentiation when they walk up to a studio with the money in their hand. Because at that time, it now becomes dollar signs and that is money over talent, right? Of course. So, no one's going to say no. Exactly. Money talks. So, yeah. But unfortunately, that's hurting us. Yeah. Because I can't I can't walk into Def Jam Records and say, hey, record me a Chutney song. Look, I have a million dollars. They're going to laugh at me because it hurts their brand. Right. Right. No, that's, that's not going to happen. And exactly. And people people think, uh, you see, because you, you think our industry is so small, it will always stay small that you could do things like that. You know, because they think, we we are we we are just scratching the surface and probably not even, we now feel in this itch to scratch the surface we haven't even scratched the surface yet in an in, in in the musical realm it still has to be its own genre one day to be a recognized genre i mean you guys are putting in so much work <laughs> dropping exactly. tracks left right and center really really cool track i mean I grew up listening to hip hop. I was never, even though I'm Guyanese, I was never really exposed to anything more than like Babla Kanchan. And even that is still like, I'm still shooting for the stars there because I don't really know the genre that well. But I mean, everything right. I've heard over the years, you guys are doing such an amazing job, but it's really unfortunate that A, it's still not its own genre. Right. B, I feel that, there's so much divide out there. That so, I, mean, I, I agree to disagree on the, it's not its own genre. I believe it is its own genre, but mm -hmm. it's just a not recognized genre by the Western world. Right. Where, uh, the Americans, you can't walk up to, like, again, to any American student and say, hey, have you ever tried to record a chutney song? And they'll be like, what the hell is chutney? Is that a food? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Exactly, because and the only I, thing they relate chutney with is Indian food, you know, like East Indian food. So, and the, the funny thing that you actually said that because Dolly Boy, mm -hmm. he um he wants to do a project with me, um something something on the lines of like um like a DJ Snake type of vibe. Right. Gotcha. And a little bit mixing a little bit of chutney but it's a lot of hip hop, a lot of dance, just creating our own genre. And right. I said, well, my producers are both hip hop producers. One's from California, one's from Vancouver and they're white. So yeah. I kind of ran the idea to them and they kind of laughed at me. They didn't understand what I was even yeah. really talking about. They're like, exactly. Linda, 
I don't really understand. Is there like, how can you describe yeah. it? And it's not something that they typically even do. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, so if you, if you, if you tell them about, if you told them about Bollywood music, they would know right off the top what Bollywood music is because right. it's, it's created a uh, it's created a, a root in, in in the musical world. Yep. Um, where Bollywood has even crossed over into hip hop and pop and R and B and everything. They include the elements of tabla. Um, Missy Elliott was one of the first rappers to do that. It was you know, um, was the Jay Z tabla and, yeah, yeah, the Where exactly. of the Dogs, yeah. So. So those, you know, you got to understand, we, we got to creep before we walk. And, and unfortunately, right. we're trying to run before we even walk, uh, before we even creep, you know? So, you know, they're not building that platform. You can't build a house and then build want to build a foundation after, you know, you got to build a foundation and, wanna, and, and then build a house. And, that, and that's, it's a reverse process that they're all, wor- all, all working in and mm-hmm. their mindset is all reversed. Um, unfortunately it, it's, you can't, some, sometimes you just can't eat, teach old dogs new tricks, right? So it's the infrastructure that needs to be looked at to be worked on first. Of course. Most definitely. Start building the infrastructure. And I mean, yeah. this music has been around for centuries, centuries. <laughs> <laughs> so we're really behind is what you're trying to say. Yeah, we're behind. We've been, we're much, much like. We we don't we probably not even in my life we'll we'll see we'll see and and it's sad as funny as it is it's not funny it's you know? not it's funny like, though I don't know why no, we're laughing a lot of people eat because a lot of people eat off of this genre you right know? this you know, is their I, bread and butter this is their exactly. livelihood okay. of course of course um you know and I see where. It's just been a struggle for them, you know, and as much as they try to cross over doing a song with a reggae artist or doing a song with another soca artist or whatever the case is, doesn't mean you really crossed over. It means that mm-hmm. you, you caught the attention of uh, of that artist. Um, maybe you had a good vibe at that point, you know, it doesn't mean it's going to be the same for all your songs moving forward, you know. Right. You know? It's or a maybe they miss. really well. Because right. money makes money makes people do all kind of crazy things. We just had that chat about bringing that to Def Jam Records and see what they'll say yeah. to you. Yeah, exactly. For sure. I don't even know if you'd even get the interview to even get that opportunity to even yeah. position your track in there. So, sure. all right. Now, what uh, advice would you give someone wanting a career in music? Um, I heard my good friend Nival Chetla say this mm-hmm. the other day. Super talented singer. Mm-hmm. He said this the other day. Um, educate yourself. Educate yourself. If you want to become a singer, become um, become educated in, in what it takes to become a singer. The formula to becoming a singer, mm-hmm. where you become a better singer, and and you can never be perfect at singing. You you're always in a learning. It's always a learning process. Always a learning process. So educate yourself is what I would tell somebody. Learn a learn an instrument. Okay. Um, go and take professional vocal training if if you're um, an aspiring singer if you're an aspiring keyboardist go learn how to play the right way go understand the basic formulas of 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 left hand right hand playing do the correct do it the correct way and you will get the correct results right okay that's excellent do you have any upcoming projects i know we just wrapped up the rising star challenge Anything else that you have on the go that you'd like our listeners to know about? Well, moving forward, um, I'm just going to continue working on the Rising Star Challenge, um, bettering that. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'm just continuing to work on my musical side of things where I, I put out my new tracks. I'm actually recording. I started recording vocals for my brand new track that I'm going to release probably next week, hopefully. 
um, if time, you know, if time is on my side. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just going to continue putting out that higher quality, you know. Um, uh, uh. Okay, excellent. Now, you do have a pretty good social media presence. I did see you on YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Any other social platforms you want our listeners to know about where they can connect with you? I mean, um, currently, it's really Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Um, you can find me all day on Ranjeev Ramdeen. Uh, okay. Instagram, Instagram is Ranjeev underscore Ram. Um, I don't have Twitch and Switch and all this other craziness <laughs> that they got out here. I think I, I think it's when you spread yourself so thin, it becomes very um, you you can sort of you you, you kind of have to have now a, a social media manager just oh yeah into that yeah um, I yeah sorry I, I I my my income doesn't allow that so but I mean social media it's a f- it's free platforms that can be seen by millions of people. Why not invest the time with yourself to really push that further? So I invest the time by doing it myself. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I, I attack in Instagram and I attack Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I kind of just focus on that. Um, my YouTube channel, I've just really um, kind of branched off more into it. Yeah. And um I'm now starting to build my my repertoire on YouTube a little more. So yes, because YouTube is a really good tool, and I mean, after a certain amount of views, certain amount of followers, and time, they start paying you. Yeah, I mean, and and who 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 doesn't like extra income? Who doesn't right? want so. free money for exactly. for literally doing nothing but posting yeah. things here and there? Okay, yeah, definitely. Awesome. So Ranjeev, tell us, what is next for you? Um, I have so many goals and so many things I want to do, but time is just not my friend. Um, yeah. So um, really and truly, I'm just going to continue focusing, like again, I said, on the rising star. Um, I think I really have, um, and a lot of people have said it to me, a gold mine on my hand. Okay. Um, um, I'm going to continue focusing on that, building that brand and um, building um, building my musical presence and mm-hmm. repertoire as well mm-hmm. um continuing to do my tracks and and just really really give the best version of myself and i can't stress that enough you know continuing to just give the best version of myself perfect now as we conclude our interview today do you have a message for your fans because i'm sure you got a ton of fans listening out there <laughs> well really and truly the word fans, I hate using it. I don't know why. It's I'm so They're bad your it. supporters, though. They're the ones yeah, you know excited to I, hear your new music, excited about your Rising Stars initiative. They're your yeah, supporters. I know. But you know what? We don't use the word fans anymore. We use the word friends because I, I feel like... Wow, okay. We are friends. We are... We are... I, 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 I just... Something about that word fans, man. Uh, but, I, you know... It is what it is, um, but to to all my friends who are listening, to everybody who supports my music, and always just give me a share or give me a like. I really do appreciate you all. Um, you've made uh, me into to the artist that I am today um, with your support, your love, and um, continue just supporting um, the youths to come. Um, continue to really believe in your culture and that it's strong. Um, and don't give up hope. Um, be safe and just be well and take care of your families, take care of, of your kids and everything that, that, that you know, that you're in charge of or you're in 
you're responsible for, you're responsible for. So we appreciate, um, I appreciate all the love and support that I get. So, well, thank you. I mean, that was definitely very insightful and, um, what you've been doing for the West Indian community. I can, I completely admire that because there is not from what I've seen and I'm, I'm observing Mm -hmm. North America, as I've never traveled outside of North America before. Um, yeah. From here to Florida and back, I don't see a lot of initiatives like this. So it's 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 really nice when someone takes the time to do things that is empowering our next generation. For sure. Because again, yeah, no, I, that is, they are our future. Of course, of course. And, and and if we don't get a handle on it now, it'll be all lost. Well, that's you exactly know, it. Have, yeah, yeah. If we don't get a handle on it, it'll be all lost. And and then, um, you know, all that our forefathers and our parents and our grandparents and everyone before us, um, all the work that they put in, it'll be just, you know, for nothing. Well, you know, and that's the thing. I mean, I do hip hop because it's what I know. It's what I'm comfortable. It's what I'm... I can't, I had trouble pronouncing your track name, and I know it's that okay. I have a ton more interviews that I'm going to have trouble pronouncing some people's actual names, but I'm yeah, trying my best because, I mean, I'm Guyanese. Right. I'm very well known in the West Indian community. I said, you know, right. I want to, same thing with you, empower our next generation who yeah. want to learn music, who want to have ideas, and who are curious about this industry that they can understand that. It's not that far to attain if you truly right. want it. Right. So exactly. you just have to want it. You, you have, have to, to want, want it. it. And I mean, most yeah. of my guests are West Indians because yeah. I believe we have such a amazing culture, such a fun culture. Yeah. I mean, yeah. nobody can culture. nobody can sport like we. No one can dance yeah, exactly. like we. No one can sing yeah. like we. And exactly. I mean, if we're all coming together, empowering each other. We're doing something positive. We're doing something right for everyone. Of course, of course. No, I, I totally agree. Um, it all starts at home. And I always say that, right? It always starts at home. Absolutely. Um, a lot of parents like to shy their parents, shy their kids away from, uh, what are you listening to chugging music for? That thing is stupid. They're only singing about rum and gel. Rum and gel, rum and gel. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's part of the... But that's part of the infrastructure that I was speaking about, right? So, yeah, I mean, it's it's not the greatest topic, but remember your days? You didn't turn out so bad, right? So why you were listening to Lady Drinking Daru? Yeah, yeah. a scorpion sting me. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. you. So, So I mean, really and truly, what are you protecting them from? You're protecting them from knowing where they came from. And that's wrong, you know. And that's where it sort of stems from. And that's sort of where the issues sort of start from. Because you're already putting in the idea that why are you supporting this? Yeah. Like when you should be supporting this, this is our culture. This is who we are. Well, Ranjeev, that was awesome. And this concludes our segment for today. I would like to thank you very much for being a guest today. And it was awesome getting to know you, learning more about the Rising Star Challenge. And again, keep doing what you're doing. We have so many West Indian businesses out there that Love sponsoring. I noticed that you guys had um Caribbean line. Caribbean line, yeah, yep. Big up Anita, my homegirl. Yeah. So yeah, I had a cool chat with girl. her. Yeah. Gangara awesome. Gangle. 
I was really happy to see that because I didn't see too many Canadian businesses sponsoring it and not going to lie. I was a little disappointed about that, but um, okay. I mean, maybe it wasn't because we were in this city as much um, and mm-hmm. it wasn't really a, um, a, a competition open to the city. And, but that's okay. I have a lot of support from uh, radicals, hot and spicy, and, Perfect. you know, you know, Perfect. she was like my brother. Um, Perfect. Stay at his house. You know, I've, I've you know, I've, I've spent a lot of time with Shiva and his family. So, um, everybody has a different situation and, and it's okay who can, can, and who can, yeah. it's okay. I, I, I didn't ask for anything. I just, I, you know, I just appreciate the support, you know? Right. So, I mean, at least, you know, that there's a lot of options out there that, you for know, sure. maybe next year it can be maybe a bit of a cash reward as well. I mean, incentives well, are good. Reward, yeah. Well, this year it was a cash reward, uh, was $500 mm-hmm. for the winner. Right. Um, so, yeah. So, it, there was an incentive, hence the reason why I probably got this many more uh, yeah. to come out. But um, that shouldn't be the reason, you know. That mm-hmm. should be the reason. But, okay. I know. It is what it is. It helps. Humans it helps. <laughs> humans will be humans. Yeah. That's it. That's <laughs> what it is. I mean, money talks, yeah. right? At the end yeah, of the day. exactly. For sure. And I uh, appreciate you uh, keeping our culture alive. Keep doing what you're doing. I mean, fingers Thank crossed, you. this whole COVID situation just finally gets under wraps so we can yeah. see you back where you oh, belong man. on stage. And no, I, in my favorite in my favorite country and city as well, which is Toronto. So I, I didn't know that. I, I would have thought I, Trinidad. Yeah. No, I no Toronto. <laughs> Most of my I, I love Toronto is like my second home. Any opportunity that I get, show or no show, I'm there. I'm yeah, just waiting for like come here quite August a bit. 21st. Because mm-hmm. I heard they extended it to August 21st now. So yes. hopefully the weekend after that, I can just, I'm going to shoot up to Toronto. I can't wait. Okay. Because I've seen you perform here. I've seen mm-hmm. you perform in New York for these different types of events with Terry Gadraj yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. And Florida. I've seen you at some yeah. chutney shows in Florida. Nice. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Thank you. So, but yeah, thank you so much. I really absolutely. appreciate you um, even um, considering me to be a part of this. Uh, it's I, I feel honored. Thank you. Oh, I appreciate it. Well, guys, that's all for today's show. And I'm going to be leaving you with Ranjeev's hit song. Which song, uh, Ranjeev? I think, I, I think I'm going to give you this one. The latest Chutney song I did, which is called Love the Life. Okay. Um, and I'd like you to play a Bollywood after this one. So I'll send you two of the latest ones. Okay, right? guys. So we get the treat awesome. of having two tracks. And right. thank you for everyone tuning in on today's show. And I hope you guys can join us again next week where our guest is our very own Guyanese Babu, Mr. <laughs> Terry Gadraj. So awesome. hopefully you guys yeah, will be joining brother. us. Yeah, definitely. I'll make sure I lock on and um, I'll take a listen. Thank you. To, thank you again. And thank you to everybody for listening. We appreciate it. Absolutely. You. Thank you, Ranjeev. So guys, that's a wrap. When I was a young boy, my mother tell me Don't worry about nothing, just be happy I love the life I live in It's just a wife I'm missing I love the life I live in It's just a wife I'm missing When I was a young boy, my mother tell me don't worry about nothing, just be happy I love the life I live in It's just a wife I'm missing I love the life I live in It's just a wife I'm missing Everybody know, let me go I love, I love, I love, I love, I love.
Captain Marie But I live in my best life I'm not ready for no wife Stop playing matchmaker for me I love the life I live in It's just a wife I'm missing I love the life I live in It's just a wife I'm missing When I was a young boy My mother tell me Don't worry about nothing, just be happy I love the life I live in It's just a wife I'm missing I love the life I live in It's just a wife I'm missing Missing. I love the life I live in It's just a wife I'm missing 